Hey, Magic Makers, a few years ago, I was asked to go plant-based by my doctor. And I was, you know, after I picked myself up off the floor, I was absolutely clueless. I had no idea where to start. So I started collecting recipes because guess what? I don't do tofu. (laughs) And so what I've done is I've amassed a number of plant-based recipes. And if you're someone who has been trying to experiment with that meatless Monday and not exactly sure what to do, I have put together 58 plant-based recipes that are easy to follow and delicious. By the way, you don't have to go out searching for like eye of nude or anything like that. They are 58 foolproof recipes. And guess what? That's almost two months worth of recipes. So if you are trying to experiment with that plant-based life, make sure you grab these recipes to get started. It's definitely a crowd pleaser and something you can mix into your rotation. So be sure to grab the link in my bio and I will make sure that you are satisfied. Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes-Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. This week's iTunes review is brought to you by Jackie O. Jazzhands. She writes a great, funny podcast about real topics we all struggle with. Kim gives great advice and support to people to live their best life. Ah, that just fills my heart. Thank you so much for taking the time to write me that five-star review. And for those of you who have yet to leave that five-star review, all you have to do is go on to iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast and do the same thing and I will read it on the air. So thank you so much, Jackie O'Jazzhands. It fills me up when I get read those reviews from the heart. Enjoy the podcast. All right, Magic Makers, I hope you are having a fabulous day. And I wanted to, um, I want to start this podcast about, you know, how do we make our workouts more effective? And I say this because I've heard so many things and it's been a conversation that I've you know been having with many of you about your your workouts and so I know that for me when it comes to working out you know we have this philosophy that it's like go big or go home that you got to hustle for that muscle like train dirty while eating clean and you know I don't know what other phrases that you've heard I'd love for you to reach out to me and let me know what the other phrases that you've heard and I know that I was a card carrying member of the go big or go home club my workouts had to be at least two hours for them to count it had to be body part splits back chest and chest and abs legs shoulders abs arms and some type of full body functional workout and cardio had to be at least one hour or until I burned 400 calories right and if it if I didn't have time to get all that stuff done I would have to go back to the gym after work um you know and I kept up with this pace for almost 10 years I mean <sighs> cringe 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 
I was always exhausted. I was anxious, wondering, did, did I do enough to keep my gains? I was obsessed with how I looked in the mirror. And I was so outside of my body that I never heard it screaming as I beat it into submission, right? I was always wondering, you know, what more could I be doing? You know, I was never giving my body anything in return. I just, other than like, you know, a big slap upside the head to say like, come on, do more. I felt that rest days were for the week. (laughs) And, or if I did take a rest day, it was hot yoga, or I did some type of 30 minute interval um, out on the track. I went to a spin class. Like that was my, um, that was my rest. And I was really at my wits end and I didn't realize I didn't like I didn't realize that there was a different way. Like this was just the way that was always presented to me. Um, I lived in the bodybuilding world and I just that was just like that was what you do. Like you want this, you gotta go hard. And I was at the time, I was a group fitness director. And one of my instructors, she was like, Hey Kim, I want to bring this new class to uh to the gym. And you know, it's it's 30 minutes, and I know we have a lot of members who, you know, full-time uh, employees, and they're like, you know, they don't have the time, they don't have, you know, most people don't have the, the hour to come down either for a workout or whatever. Can I, you know, introduce this class? And she handed me this book, and I was like, all right, you know, I'll read it. You know, you're right. We do need these, you know, short, effective workouts for our members. Not that I didn't need that. Other people did it. So she came to me, I read the book, and it was just a very new way of working out in an efficient, effective way to get a quick workout. And I was, was like, I was skeptical. So of course, like before I do anything, I got to try it myself, right? Because I can't be an endorser of the a program or, you know, someone will come to me like, hey, Kim, what do you think of this new workout? Is it going to work? What do you think? Blah, blah, blah. I need to be able to experience it for myself so that I can explain it. But I also need to be able to tell my, my members like, or my clients like, hey, yeah, it's worth your time. Because I'm one of those people, I don't like wasting my time. So I'm not going to do something that is a flipping time waster. So I, as I'm like, you know, kind of wrestling with my, I'm exhausted, but I feel like I need these two hour workouts in order to keep my gains. One of my mentors said this phrase, and it just was like, you know, you know me, I'm a coconut to the head. He said, easy is earned. Right. And so in my head, I was buying into the I must, I must, I must, I must. When he's like, Kim, easy's earned. Right. I can't just, you know, start up on a Monday and expect by Friday that I'm going to have everything I want. Right. And, you know, talk about it. We, we ain't Amazon Prime. You know, Friday ain't my prime day. And Monday's not the day I place the order. So instead of thinking that every workout had to be about my PR and lifting a Buick, I had to approach a workout with, could I do this for the rest of my life? You know, working out didn't need to feel like a chore. And that's how I felt like working out felt like it was, I pretty much took the joy out of working out. I just sucked the fun right out of my workout. So by reading this book, I was like, you know what? It made my workouts, it helped me to make the tweaks in my workout so that they became effective one and enjoyable again. And if that's how you're feeling right now, and you needed someone like me to give you permission, like here's your permission slip, my Queens, I'm giving you the permission, you know, have a listen and let's boost the effectiveness of your training sessions so that you don't always feel like so beat up or you're so beat up that you just, you know, you run hard for a while and then you like stop or you, you know, you run hard and then you stop. Like, let's just start to figure out. So the first place 
I want to go is um, let's stick with the basics, right? The basics work. And, you know, especially now there's so much noise coming at us that we got to do all the crazy things. And so one of the biggest misconceptions is that you think that you have to do all these like new fancy workouts and, you know, every, from every, I think, um, workout infomercial, it's always talking about muscle confusion, right? We got to confuse our muscles. Well, it's the, the, they say it as a way to push your body towards progress, right? And so you're doing supersets, you're doing drop sweats, you're, you're not resting, you're running around like a crazy person. And let's be honest, like sure, those things have a place in an overall fitness program, but doing them willy nilly will not get you results faster, right? Truth be told, there's nothing more effective than the basics. Compound exercises done with heavy weights consistently over time. Let me repeat that. Heavy weights done consistently over time. That's where you're going to get your biggest bang for your buck, right? It's not that I can do insanity for 30 days or, or whatever the calendar is, but what happens on day 20, 31, 30, 29, whatever the, the, the program is, what happens on that day? Can I keep up that pace? That's the question I always ask my clients is like, can I keep up that pace? And let me tell you, after 10 bleeping years, my body was like giving me the finger and telling me to go jump in the river. So in this new workout, it, the focus was on full body exercises that I could do three to five days a week. And a good workout includes, a, a so these are like the five basic movements that I do in my body, a pulling exercise, a pushing exercise, a hinge type exercise, a squat exercise, and some type of core element, right? Those are the five pieces of a workout. And a true program that's developed for you versus these willy-nilly things that I find on social media, on Pinterest, on Beachbody, a true pro program has linear per, uh, periodization, right? That's fancy talk for there is a beginning and an end of the workout. And so for many people, a periodization can go anywhere from 12 to 15 weeks, okay? So that means there's a period of time that I'm lifting heavier weights with less reps and sets. And there's a period of time that I'm lifting lighter weights with more reps, more sets, right? And so I kind of like undulate through this to, you know, challenge my muscle, not to confuse them, but to give it a challenge so that sometimes we're doing some type of endurance work, some type we're type doing some type of strength work, some type we're doing some type of uh, powerful uh, workout, but it's all, you know, I know for me, when I design my workouts, I'm looking at making sure that my clients, one, stay healthy, they have great joint mobility, but they're able to, to take these pieces of workout and transfer to everyday life. You know, the biggest thing I always say, um, I was recently on a plane and I was pulling my bag from the overhead compartment and I literally pulled that thing down and was out the door. And the woman came up behind me, you know, after, and she's like, you did that really effortlessly. Yeah. Because I think of it as like a reverse snatch, right? I'm pulling that thing out of the drop and dropping it down. Like that's what I do. Right. It's not this like pull strain, right? I'm using things, applicable things from the gym in my everyday life. And so those are the types of things that I include in my workout. So a true program. So like I said, a true program, we are doing, you know, we're having these like heavy weeks. We're having these lighter weeks. Then we're having what are called deload weeks. These are weeks where like, you know, the intensity is very low because we're about to go 
back up into a heavy period of work. And I know for many people, they think, oh, I got to go heavy all the time, heavy all the time, heavy all the time. No, we, we have to start listening to our bodies. And, you know, I've done several podcasts um, with, and, and two that stick up, uh, stick out for me on overtraining and the detrimental effect that it had on people, loss of periods. You know, they went from like crazy workouts to like truly like binging and purging because they couldn't, their bodies were just craving so much food. So um, I will post those in the show notes so that you can kind of, if you're like, yeah, I don't know if this is me. I really want you to listen to those because I really want you to think about like finding that happy medium and which leads into, right. We are looking to train at the right intensity. So yes, heavy weights are critical. And, you know, if anyone here listening has ever taken a class with me, you know, if I look over and you're like, you know, throwing the weights up, like you could do it all day. I'm like, go fish. Right. Or I come over to you with the next set up. So the, the most critical factor in, you know, us getting the results that we want is that we have to choose our weight properly. You know, many people think about time versus thinking about the intensity, right? We think about, oh, I need to go to the gym for X period of time in order to get results versus when I go to the gym, what is the intensity that I bring? And that is, you know, are you lifting heavy weights? And the challenge is to get into the gym, get in, get done, no mustn't about. Right. That's the, that's the challenge. And, you know, a good friend of mine calls this dead plus three. And I absolutely love it because he'll say like, you're trying to lift 10, uh, 10 reps. When I get to seven, those last three reps should feel challenging, but doable with good form. Okay. So like I shouldn't, if I'm doing a bicep curl, I shouldn't be swinging all over the place, trying to get that last, those last three reps. Right. So if I can do, I can get to seven and they feel, they don't feel challenged. They don't feel very challenging. Then I need to go back to the weight, weight and pick up a heavier weight that I can get to that seventh rep. I will go eighth rep and the last few feel challenging, but doable. Now, like I said, if I can get to, you know, that, I get to that seventh rep and it doesn't feel that way. I add more weight. If I get to that seventh rep and it feels super sonically heavy, then I drop my weight. But that's how I, I, I gauge that. And, you know, pretty much every, I'd say four to six-ish weeks, give yourself that test. If you're just whipping through your workout and your weights don't feel challenging, it's going, you're going to be challenged to change your change your body. And so it's by intensity, it's all about, you know, lifting that heavy weight. So one, we're increasing our maximum strength, but let's be honest, many of us want to lose weight by looking at that damn scale. But instead of the scale, we want to really get tighter. And the best way I know how to describe this is um, a beach ball and a baseball, right? We've all seen that beach ball. That beach ball is this big thing. And the baseball is this rock hard thing. And so the scale, if I put the beach ball on the scale, it's going to be lighter for sure, right? And if I put a baseball on the scale, it's going to be heavier. But if I asked you, which one would you rather look like? Would you rather look like the beach ball or the baseball? You would tell me you want to look like a baseball. And so in order to look like the baseball, I have to have muscle. In order to have muscle, I have to lift heavy. And as those of you who are listening to me over 40, we lose anywhere from three to 5% of our muscle just by natural aging. So we are fighting a freaking uphill battle. Like we're salmon swimming upstream. So for my older ladies, lift some heavy stuff or go to a week in Florida and look at what happens when you don't have muscle. 
right? That's coming for you if we don't start paying attention to that stuff right now, all right? So as we talk about intensity, what what does that look like, right? What, what does that look like? And so here are four four things to take into account when I'm trying to figure out, am I working out at the right intensity for me? At some point, do I feel breathless? Now, I want you to think about the breathlessness that you feel like if you were doing like a full out sprint, if you've ever run for your gate at, at, um, at the airport, like, do I feel breathless? And that can happen lifting weights, right? That can, if I, if I've chosen the right set of weights that can happen, do I feel any burning? So that means, do I feel my muscles burning at any point? Does it mean um, my muscles are burning the entire workout? No, at some point throughout whatever the exercise I've chosen, do I feel any type of burning? Does, does the weight feel heavy, right? Going back to that dead plus three. And do I feel heat? Am I sweating? Not that sweat is the ultimate to decide if a workout is something because trust me you know what that was my workout like I wasn't sweating like a pig like why do it that's why so many of you are attracted to spin hot yoga because it gives you that like um endorphin push because oh my god I'm like a sweaty mass right but I'm just saying like do I feel hot in my body in, in, including sweat right so if I'm feeling those four things I'm done I've done my job check the box Okay, because when we change for intensity, we take the fluff out of the workouts, right? We're not here for the like the glamour shot. We're here to like get in, get out, no messing about. So let's be honest, right? Like I said, we want that nice hard body. And if we got we bring that intensity to the to the game, we are going to get that nice hard body in less time. So for those of you guys who are time strapped in two hours, just ain't going to cut it no more. Right. You got a, you got kids, you got a job, you got aging parents, you got other responsibilities than you had in your 20s and 30s. Listen up. Right. Because in my seven days to recharge challenge, we are going to take a deep dive into how this type of workout is more efficient and effective for you so that you can get your stuff done. So stay tuned by hopping on the wait list. You can grab the link. Uh, you can grab the link in the show notes. All right. So the, the next piece here is rest more. Now I get it. This one was a hard thing for me. And if you go to the gym, you see these people like doing all the various exercises, you know, restlessly, right? Where they're moving from place to place to place as fast as they humanly can. But what most people forget is that training um, and in intensity, it's demanding, it's strenuous for both the muscles and your nervous system. So it means that we need to rest, right? So, you know, we're pushing up a lot of weight right now. We're, we're lifting heavy weights, hopefully with quality. And we need to shift to our mantra to be push when I can, rest when I can, right? So if I do get to that seventh rep and I got nothing left in the tank, catch my breath, shake it out, come back in, right? Because I, you know, I want you going, you know, the way I set up my workouts, you know, you're, you know, you're going back and forth between two ways, two different exercises, just trying to get you through as fast as possible, or you're doing a big circuit. But with that said, we're setting a timer. So say the timer's set for 20 minutes and we're like, how many, how many rounds can you get in in 20 minutes? Sometimes I just need to take a break, right? So that I can get that good form. Maybe the break's 30 seconds, maybe the break's a minute, however, whatever the intensity that you bring, but we shift it to you so that you are able to push with the same intensity, but not lose the form. 
And so that we're working with purpose versus scrolling through the socials or chatting with a friend or just, you know, lollygagging between our sets. And so, you know, this is like the rest while we're actually doing the workout. But then I'm talking about rest days. And I was the queen of like, that's for weak people. I don't need a rest day, right? And like I said, it's not hot yoga. It's not spin. I was a big, I fell into a trap big time. And I felt like I had to keep moving all the damn time. And so, you know, one of the things that, you know, really struck me and maybe it'll strike you is being busy versus being productive, right? Are your workouts keeping you busy or are they actually producing results? And I got to tell you, if I want you to ask yourself, like, have I seen any results in the last six months, year, doing what I'm doing? Hard question, right? So here's where I got to get clear about what it is I'm trying to achieve. And then I also have to have the courage to say, dang, what I'm doing ain't working. So am I willing to do something different to get a different result? Right. So look yourself in the mirror. If what you're doing is getting you the results that you want, rock on with your bad self, sister. If it is not, do you have the courage to try to do something different? Right. That's that. That's all I ask, because rest days help you to become more effective. Your work has become more effective. Right. Because depending on the training volume, your muscles need anywhere from 48 to 96 hours of rest period. And, you know, and I'm talking like at 96, it's like you are, you're at that, like, you know, those at least elite athletes, right? You're training for this crazy powerlifting competition and you're just moving crazy weight or training for a strongman competition or, you know, doing, um, you know, the CrossFit open happens, uh, every spring, right. So you're doing, you know, getting ready for that. And, or maybe you're training for the games. I don't know. Or maybe you're training for a fitness or bikini competition, right? So, you're pushing hard, but I always challenge you that you need minimum 48 hours of rest a week so that we are in the ballpark of a good recovery. You know, I, I know this whole episode was about all about intensity during the workout, but you also need the rest, giving your body an opportunity to catch up with all the awesome work that you're doing, right? I want you to think about your cell phone. So many of us would never think to go a full day without plugging our cell phone. And if we couldn't if we missed a day of plugging our cell phone our cell phone you know would be you know give us that low battery uh warning that's it warning our bodies do that too but many of us we push that out we're like oh, shut up you don't know I, I i'm i'm you know our ego is like shut up body i am the boss of you i'm bigger than you i'm stronger than you i'm our badass than you, right? And we don't give ourselves that opportunity. So, you know, how many rest days should you have? So if you're coming in off of a long layoff, like you just haven't been like consistent with your workouts, I'm, I challenge you to do three to four days, right? You know, don't think you're going to come back after a layoff and say, I'm working out six days a week and I'm going hard because your body's going to punch you in the face. <laughs> so here's why I say, challenge yourself, like give yourself three to four days to recover so that you're working out anywhere from two to three days so that you have the recovery. So you're not feeling sore and defeated. If you're going, if you're currently working out and you're, you're working out four to five days a week, then take two days off. Um, and if you're training for a specific event, maybe you have one day off, maybe you're following a specific training protocol, but I would work with that coach and be like, girl, you know, I can't work out every day. And if you're working with me, regardless of what you're doing, I'm always going to encourage you to have at least one full day off. Right? So there's a difference between 
active recovery and full rest days. So rest it, pure rest days is that I'm not doing anything. I'm just doing things in my life, right? Maybe I'm playing with my kids. Maybe I'm playing with my dog or any other animal that you might have. Um, but that's, that's, that's a rest day. Active recovery days is that, you know, maybe I purposely go for a walk, but it's not a power walk. I'm not trying to break a sweat. I'm not strapping weights to my ankles or my arms. Like I'm just going out in nature you know, taking like, you know, maybe I'm doing acts of daily living. Like maybe I'm, I like to garden. Um, I can't think of any other hobby that requires movement, but you know, any other habit or hobby that requires movement, but not like killer movement. Maybe you're doing yoga, but it's not a yoga. It's like a more of a gentle yoga. You're foam rolling, you're doing mobility work, right? This is, this is like, that's more of an active recovery. Rest days are like pure, like you're just, you know, maybe you're reading, maybe it is a, maybe it is a stroll, Maybe you're soaking in some vitamin D, you know, getting out in nature. But last but not least, like, you know, you want these rest days to make your workouts effective, right? Your body repairs during this rest and recovery, right? You're, you, you break down the muscle and during your rest days, your muscle starts to like knit um, back together. And, and because we're doing these weighted strong way to work on. So they are demanding on your body. And so your body needs the time to adapt and come back stronger. All right. So I'm hoping this is all making sense to you. And I hope that I've given you some new ideas on to how to work out, how to make your workouts, you know, more efficient and effective. And remember, if this style of workout doesn't work for you, don't give up. You know, this is about an experiment, right? To see how it works. But remember, experiments have beginnings and ends, and you have to be clear about your objective. Like, what are you trying to achieve and be patient to see this through to the end. Now, if you want to take a deeper dive, I've written a whole blog post all about this. I'll, again, I'll, I'll link it up so you guys can take a deeper dive. And I've also, you know, created a seven day challenge that's going to be kicking off in a few weeks here. So you can hop on the wait list. You can start to, you know, work with me to go through this different style of learning to see how I can get a great workout in, in about 20 to 30 minutes and still feel really good and still go on with my day and not feel like I can't shower, uh, shampoo my hair the next day or pull myself off of the toilet. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I would love to hear how this is landing with you. So feel free to reach out to me on the socials. If you know, if you know someone who needs to hear about this screenshot, this episode and tag them and be sure to tag me um, as well. So enjoy the rest of your day. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much.